Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a wonderful week gone by. We thank you for the restful weekend and the new week that lies ahead. Lord, we thank you for this fresh lease of time that you have added into our life. The fact that you woke us up this morning, that we are alive today, and we are here before you. That you have not set us apart to judgment, but you have set us apart, called unto yourself. And you gave us of your word, your spirit. You continue to give off all the resources in heaven, only that we might be restored in our relationship with you. We thank you, Lord, for that love that you keep on giving, for that patience that you exhibit in it, that you keep waiting, looking for us to turn back and come back to you, turn away from all wickedness, from all filth in our life, from the worldly ways, to return back to the life that you have called us to, the life in your kingdom, as described in your word, your ways that are high above our ways, your life of abundance that you blessed Adam with, that we lost to sin and you seek to restore it for us, that of abundance and that of dominion, a life in your kingdom. We thank you, Father. We enter your gates. Lord, we acknowledge your presence in this prayer. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path and our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding, but on the revelation you grant us. We enter your gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. Gratitude, Lord, for all the good that you are doing in our lives. For all the good that you have done all these years in our lives. For all the times we have failed to thank you, Father, today we want to say thank you. For the very tiny little things, Israel, the fact that we are still breathing, that our lungs did not get tired and stop, that the heart did not stop beating out of tiredness, that we have a roof over our head, clothes on our body, and that we enjoy protection from extreme weather, protection from all forms of wickedness, attacks of the enemy. We thank you, Father. That you have blessed us with love, with family, with friends. We thank you, Lord, that you establish the work of our hands. For all those that are currently blessed with their income, with their businesses, with investments, with jobs. And with all those that are seeking jobs, Lord. We join our prayer to this. That they might be blessed with the work of their hands with an increase in their land. And we thank you, Father, that you continue to pour your peace and your joy into our hearts, that despite all the challenges, the questions that the world poses before us, questions of our bills, questions of building a success, questions of leaving a legacy for family, questions of giving them all provisions, Lord, all those that you have given in our care, and yet when we come to you, Lord, there is that peace in our heart. And just like David said in Psalm 23, Lord, we will be trusting you. For when you are our shepherd, we lack nothing. None of these questions that seem to instill fear or doubt. 
shall prosper within our soul, Lord. We renew our commitment to you and we retrain our hearts, our eyes focused on you. We thank you, Lord, for that peace and that joy that you pour into our hearts and we share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We share it with all those that we are lifting up in our prayer this morning at our altar of answered prayer. And we share it, Lord, with all those that have no one to pray for them. You are looking for someone to stand in that gap that you might bless these. Lord, we offer our faith to stand in that gap. To pray for that unknown brother and sister. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer, lifting all of these, Lord, bringing them to your remembrance today, we call on your name, the name of the great I am, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob who always honors his covenants, the God of David who is merciful, the ancient of days, the one who is the lifter and the preserver of men, the one who casts our sins behind his back and remembers them no more. It is he who teaches us to profit. This is what your word in Isaiah 48 verse 17 says. To benefit. And you lead us in the way we should go. You are the one whose hand is not short to redeem us. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus. That right is right hand of the father, the king, the maker. The Lion of Judah, our rock, our refuge, within which he has a cleft for us to keep us safe from the external storms. <clears throat> he is the sheep gate, the bridge, the door to the Father, the way, the truth and the life. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, spirit of the maker, the spirit of El Shaddai the spirit of victory, the one who reveals the deep and secret things to us like he did to Daniel, like he did to all his prophets, the one who quickens us that the revelation that he pours into our hearts provides and comes with understanding as well of what our next step should be. It is he who has made his tabernacle within our body so that this body of sin might be transformed into a temple of the living God, sanctified, rededicated to Him. A place of prayer, a place of worship, a place of communion with Him. And he comes down to our level no matter how far in the pit we have fallen. To work with us at that level, so that even when men say there is a casting down, there is no hope. We say there is a lifting up. Because God himself has come to be with us today. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make. And every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, by your precious blood, Jesus. We also put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will for each of these lives. 
We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word, Lord, as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. And as Ezekiel 12, verse 28 says, Lord, None of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever word I speak will be fulfilled completely in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life, being able to speak life into situations, into dead situations especially. We thank you, Lord. And today I'd like us to pray for all those who are in positions of desperation. Whereas Matthew 7 verse 27, which talks about the house that is built on the rock on the house that is built on sand. And the one that was not built on the rock, on a solid foundation, the rains, the flood and the winds seem to have shaken their faith. And they are seeking to break them. the storms of this life. And it is these that are wondering, God, where are you? I need you now. And I don't see you. Are you only the God of good times and not the bad times? Why have you forsaken me? Why have you forgotten me? Does this happen to us? Where we sometimes ask that question, Today, I'd like us, before we make that prayer, I'd like us to reflect on a few things. Who woke you up this morning? Who ensured that that time kept ticking and was not stopped for you? The line was not drawn where he would come back to say, you fool, I'm taking your life tonight. Who ensures that you are still alive? Let's look at what scripture says as well. In Luke 12, verses 5 to 7, now this was Jesus speaking. He said, are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? And yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are numbered. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. And he says you are more worth worthy. He has not forgotten you. And to all believers, what is he saying? Take heart. In Matthew 28, verse 20, he says, I am with you always, even unto the end of time. And that is why he gave his spirit. In Isaiah 49, verse 15, he says, I have engraved you on the palm of my hand. A mother may forget her baby but I will not forget you. In Deuteronomy 31 verse 8, he says, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you and he will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. 
neither fail you nor abandon you. Covered on both sides. What about times of war and battle? Numbers 10 verse 9. It says, when you go to war in your land, you are fighting all these sorts of storm, the rain, the floods and the wind from all directions. And the reason those three words are key because it's the rain that comes from above, the flood that comes from beneath and the wind from around. So you're circled around, cornered. If you're feeling that way, it says here, when you go to war in your land against the enemy who oppresses you, then you shall sound an alarm with the trumpets. Now, with the trumpets means you blow your shofar. And when you blow your shofar, you will be remembered before the Lord your God and you will be saved from your enemies. This is prophetic. We call on his name. And we sound that alarm. That's where our prayer comes in. You spiritually blow your shofar. In Exodus 14 verse 14 he says, The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. Now be still does not mean freeze out of fear. Be still means be focused. Be calm. Not really panicking, running around, focused on Him, stay waiting on the Lord. Eyes focused on Him. Praise and worship, as we have seen in one of Brother Vivek's teachings, praise and worship is one of the best weapons of spiritual warfare. You go into worship mode, just like Jehoshaphat did. Though there were enemies from three sides, that's again prophetic. Now we spoke of rains, floods and the wind. Now here again, Jehoshaphat was cornered from three sides, three enemies. And yet, they got engaged with each other and ended up killing each other. What did Jehoshaphat and his army do? They downed all their tools and weapons and got into worship mode. If you feel God has forgotten you, that's among the best weapons. We shall see why it is important to stay connected with him. And lastly, the last scripture I want to add there is John 3.16. There are many more. John 3.16 talks about and above everything else. Tells us of his love. God so loved the world that he gave his only son to die for the world, to die for us in our place. Can someone who has forgotten you do that for you? He gave of his most prized possession. He didn't forget or abandon us. Right from Adam, the only plan on mind was how will man be redeemed? Until today, it is still the same. The revivals that we are seeing around, it is still that same. It is a sign, a significance of the wonders, the, the miracles, the testimonies that happen in our prayer group as well. God has not forgotten you. So, what he is saying to us today is take heart. Your breakthrough is coming in the name of Jesus. The only question here is, 
have you forgotten him? Are you only looking towards him when there is trouble? And even in that trouble, he's saying, hold on to your faith, go into praise and worship more. Connect with me. All that he expects is your faith. If we want him to step into our situation, then like we reflected yesterday, we must in all sincerity call on his name. And through prayer, release our faith, giving him permission. Now you're using prayer. Prayer, as you know, is giving him legal permission to intervene in the earth realm. Otherwise, he doesn't intervene in the earth realm and many of us miss that part of it. And we wonder, is God sleeping? Has he forgotten me? And he's saying, you did not give me permission to intervene. I cannot step in. I am legally not authorized to step into the earth realm and interfere in any situation. And if you want that prayer to work, prayer only works, it's like a mobile call connection. The connection must be established first in order for you to speak with someone on the other end of the line. And most of us miss that bit as well. We think if I just lift my phone and speak, the other one will hear me. If you have not dialed their number, they can't. It's the same with God. We need to establish that connection and then we need to speak when he is listening. This is where prayer, praise and worship first and then prayer becomes important. Praise and worship helps establish the connection and in prayer you legally authorize him and say, I give you permission to intervene in this storm because I it is beyond my capacity to manage and handle it. We surrender it to him there in our prayer. Then we ask him to take over, trusting in him totally. And when you say, I trust in you totally, you have to keep your hands off. The only time you will put your hands to anything is when he instructs you, do this now. Many a times, we say, I trust you totally, but I want you to do it in this way, in this specific manner, to this particular specific outcome. We are drawing boundaries around him. We are even telling him the outcomes and he's saying that outcome is not what was part of my plan for you. But we fail to see it and then wonder why is God not answering that prayer? We are not asking according to his will. Like I was just listening to a teaching yesterday where the preacher was talking about someone where a marriage broke and, and they kept praying. What God has joined together, let no man divide. And then the question eventually came to the preacher was, had God actually joined these two together in the first place? Because he is true to his word. What he has joined together, no man will divide. Did we ask his will before that joining was done? But in our times of our challenge, we need to surrender to him totally, seek his will, and then follow that instruction in obedience. That's the next thing that we have to do. Just as Mary's mother taught us, his mother and our mother. 
she said to the servants at the marriage at Cana, when the wine had run out for them in their lives, and if you are in that situation where you are thinking, I'm cornered on all sides, everything has failed, God has forgotten me as well. There was only one direction that she gave. The only time the word, the Bible records her speaking. The one direction that she gave to him, to the servants there was, do as he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. Obey in faith. If he is the God that does not leave the hundredth sheep behind, he has not forgotten you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that our eyes be open to see your truth and we approach you, Lord, with that fresh understanding. So in all our times of failure, in all our times of challenges, we come back to the drawing board, we come back to the secret place. And irrespective of whatever has happened, you are able to craft a new beginning for us there. You are able to redraw new plans. Salvation, redemption from all the mess that has happened in our lives to lift us up. And we want to place all our trust in you, Lord. We ask for that measure of faith to be given to each of these brothers and sisters, Lord, hey, Lord that are at the point of breaking down, that are still wondering whether God has forgotten them. We lift up each of these in our prayer today, Father. And we believe in you. We prophesy restoration over their lives by the spirit of prophecy. We prophesy that measure of faith to start with, Lord. So that when they declare their faith, the outcomes that they are looking to achieve, based on your word, what your word says for their lives through faith, let it take its shape. Let that become a sign and a wonder that converts them, Lord. From being a non-believer into a believer. From being a prodigal that was lost in a distant land to being a son in your kingdom. I ask for that edification in each of our spirits this day and the ones that we are praying for as well, Lord. As we pray for our for spiritual edification, Lord, we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of challenges, other challenges as well. Those that are battling sickness and disease, or families that are battling division and separation, divorce. For all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty. We pray, Lord, for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well. And we lift up every member of every family that is part of this house today, Father. Whatever the challenges they are going through, whatever it is, the circumstances that are driving them to despair, 
We lift up each of these, Lord, and we cover them by the blood covenant of Jesus. That blood through which there has been salvation marked for all those that believe in their hearts and confess with their mouths on their behalf, Lord. We make that confession today that Jesus Christ is Lord over this house. By your blood, Lord, this house is covered. So that the angel of death and destruction must pass over. And every member of this family secured within your kingdom. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. That you always hear us. As we make our prayer of agreement with each other. And with the Holy Spirit who also prays with us. Now we believe that this prayer is an answered prayer, Lord. We shall not take no for an answer. We hold on and soldier on in our faith. Because we have believed what is written in your word. And you have magnified your word above your name. We hold on to that faith, Father. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sala <laughs> <laughs> 
The words that were spoken to me this morning as we were praying now. Be renewed in my spirit. Come, rest in my living water. Lay your head upon my shoulder. Come, abide in me, and I will refresh you. I love you, my people. And the scripture I've been given is from 1 Samuel 16, 23. And whenever the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, David took the lyre and played it with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful reflections, daily reflections posted on all our social media channels, the daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions, please share those with family and friends, the links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube, invite them to participate live. If they cannot make it at those times, you can also point them to the recordings that are stored on Spotify, on our YouTube page, as well as our Facebook page. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ fill each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed out of those blessings that chase and overtake us when we walk in obedience to his will let us carry that message, that gospel boldly to all those around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank God you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everybody.